This episode of the podcast is brought to you by making a long-distance call and then hanging up before they answer so you don't get charged. Five men. Please tell them that I am God. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Roll the Credits, the podcast, the only podcast that are taking their dogs and trying to turn them into people. And their people into dogs. Yes. Kind of a combination of both. A little, little confusing on which one is which, but yeah, who cares? You know, we're, we're turning things into things. Yeah. I'm Zach. And I'm Frank. And today we are here to discuss the island of Dr. Moreau. What a fucking disaster. What a fucking a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping that this movie would be shit. And boy, was I pretty much right. Yeah. There is a few good things about this film. Yeah. Um, Mostly Brando. <laughs> yeah, for like the 15 minutes that he's, that in, he's it. in it. Yeah, but that introduction though. Oh, there's there's actually like a like I found myself kind of in this weird realm while watching it, where I'm like, this movie's awful, but I enjoy it. I was finding myself more surprised on how capable the movie actually seemed. Yeah, right? Like, this kind of seems like something where it could have been something. Yeah, that, and then also, like, the shots, like, yeah. there's, like, some decent, like, not even some, like, the majority <laughs> of the movie actually looks pretty good. Mm -hmm. And, I don't know, I was expecting just, you know, Samurai Cop, yeah. and, and, I, and what we got was, like, just a disaster, mm -hmm. but, like, a well-made disaster. Yeah. Somehow. So like it's so strange. I know, like I don't, I don't understand it, and that's why like watching the documentary that I mentioned before, like kind of helped a little bit with understanding everything. Oh, so you think you're better than me? I, I, well, you didn't watch it. That is true. I did not. <laughs> uh, so the Island of Doctor Moreau came out in 1996. It was directed partially by Richard Stanley, who also wrote the screenplay for it, and then it was finished off by John Frankenheimer. So you're who dad. actually got the credit? Yeah. Because if you watch the movie, he is the director yeah. for it, which is strange because he only did like about, I want to say, 30% of the movie. Right. But the other guy went insane. So. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> so and made fucking Colorado space. Yeah. <laughs> that one wasn't that bad. That was okay. <laughs> yeah. So who you have in here is you have Marlon Brando, who plays Dr. Moreau. You have Val... Oh, I thought he played the island. Yeah, <laughs> just the island. <laughs> because he's, he's pretty large in this movie. Yeah. This it, is this is fat Brando. This is I think this is after Apocalypse Now. Oh, it is, yeah. Yeah, so you can see that this was just because right right in Apocalypse Now you could see that he was getting a little bit beefy, mm -hmm. and then and then he just like went away for like ten years, and then he just came <laughs> back and he's just so fat. I know, and he also just doesn't care. No. Um, you also have Val Kilmer in this who plays Doctor Montgomery. You have little side note you have Richard Stanley in here who plays the melting bulldog if you look it up on IMDb yeah um because he's just thrown in there you have David David Thelewis who plays Edward Douglas you have Feruza Bulk who plays Isa and then surprisingly enough you also have Ron Perlman in here who yeah. plays the sayer of the law and then you have Daniel Rigney who plays hyena which I beg to differ is the actual antagonist in this film <laughs> He is he is the most capable. Yeah. Uh, and the, what is this movie about? Um, so basically, after being rescued and brought to an island, a man discovers that its inhabitants are exper are kind of like experimental animals mm -hmm. um, that are kind of being turned into strange looking humans. Um, and all of it's kind of being, you know, orchestrated by Dr. Moreau. Yeah. 
and he's like this award-winning, like renowned scientist guy mm-hmm. who's like, I'm going to go to an island so nobody can interfere with my work. Yeah, because I guess like he had something where it's like all this animal study and then like environmentalists like basically ran him out. And he was like, I'm just going to buy an island and do it myself yeah. where I make the law. Right. And it's so bizarre. Mm-hmm. Like when you, the opening scene, the fight scene. Yes. Is like, I was like, okay, this is pretty cheesy. Like it's corny. <laughs> like, and, and, I, and I was expecting mm-hmm. that. I mean, like you you listen to like, it's kind of got like the stereotypical just um like, you know action punching noises like they don't they don't sound (laughs) convincing at all Mm -hmm. um when they're drift on the boat yeah yeah and but the shark scene once it gets to like the shark that was pretty cool yeah because it's like okay you have an actual shark there just to show like okay like the shark ate them right and And then i thought that was like pretty cool i was like all right so that that's that's not terrible Mm -hmm. but then like when he's hitting the dude with the oar yeah (laughs) and then he just just keeps like smacking the water Mm -hmm. i was like all right see now we're getting like kind of like yeah the slapstick kind of comedy stuff um and i mean the guy who plays whatever his name is uh douglas Mm -hmm. not good no horrible (laughs) acting like absolutely and i've seen him in other things and like like weirdly enough, I've seen him in Harry Potter, and he is capable. Okay, He's I've never actu- seen Harry Potter, so eh, you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for anybody who likes Harry Potter, but they're I not—they're not that good. No, I do not like them at oh, all. Okay, um, very cheesy, but. Uh, he's in one of them, and he actually plays like a convincing character, and he knows how to act, which is why I was like, "What the fuck?" Like he just doesn't seem like he cares about his lines at all in this. Yeah. I don't think anybody really cares about their lines in this movie. Maybe Marlon Brando? But even Brando, like... He's more of the theatrical side yeah, of it. Yeah, that's, like, the thing. It's, like, Brando's playing this, like, you know, eccentric kind of man. And, like, I feel like that kind of, like, works with him. But, I mean, this is, like, that point in Brando's career where he was, like, not even... Because, like, during, like, The Godfather and stuff, like, he wasn't even learning his own lines. Mm-hmm. They just had, like, dudes hanging out with, like, cue cards so he <laughs> so he wasn't memorizing. In this movie, they were feeding it to him, like, via an earpiece. Yeah, it, it is, like, very far off from Streetcar Named Desire. <laughs> and then even so, like, in this film, like, he had a stunt double who looked almost exactly the same, especially with the, like, sunblock that's yeah, on him. right, yeah. So most of the time, like, if you don't see, like, frontal of Marlon Brando... It just wasn't even him. It's not even him, and he's just speaking through a microphone his lines. Yeah. Which ridiculous. is insane. It's ridiculous, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, but then again, too, like, there was the whole thing about this film that I mentioned, where it's like he was going through, like, his daughter's suicide at this point, so, yeah. like, he really wasn't there. Yeah. And fuck out Val Kilmer in this film, too. He's kind of a dick. He is a dick. <laughs> and yeah, he is a dick. <laughs> like the first shot you see him too, like he's wearing two watches. <laughs> like who does that? <laughs> when he How much time when, do you need to see? <laughs> when Douglas is like ab- about to like get beat up, I guess, mm-hmm. or whatever, or killed by like all the animal people and then like right beforehand, um uh they show up with Dr. Moreau with mm-hmm. like the sunblock yes. on and whatever. <laughs> And Val Kilmer gets out, and he's got, like, the hat on. Yeah. And, like, the, the brim just seems, like, a little too long. Mm-hmm. And he's got it, like, kind of cockeyed. And he walks over to hold the gun. And it's just so poorly, like, directed. 
Mm-hmm. Like the way that he's like tell he tells him to give him the gun and then immediately he just stands, you know, Douglas gets up and he shoots the gun. Yeah. And then everybody just kind of runs away. <laughs> like well, that's also you have when... Montgomery who's like supposed to be like your badass kind of yeah. guy. And he hands him the gun and then he shoots up in the air and then Montgomery just like runs away and then like <laughs> hides behind these fucking like furries. Like it's just so bizarre. Well, that was at the point too where Frankenheimer was directing it. So you can tell where he just did not care about the script and he yeah. was just like, ah, say whatever Let's you want. Let's just get this done. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what he was like known for, I guess, was just like making a movie. Like he Which didn't. I guess is is sort of an accomplishment, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. But he also doesn't have like a lot of stuff yeah. in his repertoire as well. Right. Um, I will say, though, the practical effects yeah, of everybody. surprisingly decent. Yeah, like Hyena yeah. looks actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And like towards the end when he laughs like the Hyena, I was like, wow, yeah, that's put together pretty well. <laughs> Even some of the stuff too, like I enjoyed the idea of like Dr. Moreau having like the, the necklace with the like white noise basically yeah. that like zapped all of them. Yeah, and everybody kind of like, they all the animal people get into like fetal position because yeah. it, it hurts i guess their ears i guess oh but it's also like the chip is connected to their hip bone yeah so it's like does it i, I guess it just stops them from yeah, moving it just prevents them yeah um i mean that was like a decent idea to it because it's like okay how do you control these things yeah and that was actually pretty cool and like you know you have the whole uprise of them where like they start to notice and remove their chips and then dr moreau can't do anything yeah like, that's why, like, there are bits and pieces to this that, like, I actually enjoy. No, I mean, the whole, like, idea of this movie is actually kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently, Richard Stanley, if you look at his IMDb, apparently he's working on another Dr. Moreau again. That would be... Uh, let let the man, like, have as much money and, like... <laughs> like give him all the money that he wants. <laughs> and just give him the time to do it, because, like... Because that was the thing is, like, this movie was so plagued with, like, actors and, like, scenery that, like, he just never got his chance to get the foot off the ground. Yeah. And I feel like this is something where it could have actually been. Yeah, like I said, like, the, the, the there is definitely, like, potential here. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole idea of, like, because, like, obviously this movie is trying to also, like, send a message with, like, that end monologue and then, like, the fucking weird montage of scenes that happens at the end. And it's like, people are really animals, yeah. and animals are really people. <laughs> we like, are uh, the true beasts. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, okay, I see what you're I see what you're getting at, but it's a little too, like, don't, like, stop spoon-feeding me this. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, the, the concept of, like, actually, like, f- in reality, physically making these animal people, like, real, and then also, like, metaphorically, like, trying to imply something, like, it's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, like, the, the one scene where, like, Douglas escapes his room and like goes to see oh, like yeah. when he the, gets locked up though yeah like this man just knows how to pick a lock <laughs> so quickly and he works for like the united nations right yeah like that doesn't correlate <laughs> but like that like the surgery scene where like they're they're like uh trying to have like the one pig woman give birth actually pretty cool yeah and there's actually like a lot of um like concept art that richard stanley did for this film to like actually showcases like okay this is what I'm going for and one of them was that scene and it looks awesome <laughs> like it actually looks cool where it's like Moreau was supposed to be like this like jacked like 
Jesus looking guy with like long hair and a beard and like holding the child while right. like all the other animals like cower and like yeah. the the light above them looks like a halo. Right. And it's like, okay, he's their god. Right. And I thought but instead that... we got a fat Marlon Brando covered in sunscreen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like even if like had we had Val Kilmer be Dr. Moreau, yeah. I feel like that could have been at least something. Yeah. Um, cause not to knock Marlon Brando in this, but like he just, he's in it for 15 minutes. Yeah. I mean, you exactly like, and, and, but I mean, like, I will say that I do think that Marlon Brando when he's in it and he's actually there and he's actually acting is pretty good. Yeah. I mean, like, he's obviously clearly ha- is a capable actor, like obviously over yes. his entire fucking, you know, the course of his entire career. But yeah, I mean. I think that he's probably the probably the best actor in the movie. Yeah, absolutely. And he's only there for fifteen minutes, and then you're just dealing with fucking Douglas. Yeah, which is not just, good. I don't care no. as a main character. Yeah, I don't. And like the whole Isa, Isa, whatever her name is. Yeah. Awful. Yeah, and dude, she, what is up with that introduction scene where she's dancing? It and is the weird so music? uncomfortable. Like, and it, it goes on for too long. She does not know how to dance. The woman just <laughs> clearly just does ha- has no rhythm in her body. Mm-hmm. Like the way that she is dancing is just so awkward. And the way that Doug just sits down and, and just watches. watching her, it's so weird. It is like this weird, creepy infatuation right off the bat. Yeah. And like, and then she gets freaked out. She's like, "What the hell?" Yeah. And then he's <laughs> rightfully like, so. Yeah. And then he's just like, "Oh, I came. I, I washed aboard. And like, I, I came here and I washed ashore." <laughs> And here I am. I and came fucking, here right on the floor. And then Montgomery's like, you know, hey, what's up? And then she fucking runs away and gets scared. It's like, all right, well, I don't care about this character. And then they yeah. have like their weird like romance thing that's fucking stupid. And it's Doug's not like, even anything. Doug's like, I, I can have. I know that you guys want my DNA because they want to turn her into a cat. Well, no. Well, Montgomery was like, I want to make yeah. you a cat. Yeah, cause he because took- I want you to be submissive towards me or something. I don't like so what I got was like Dr. Moreau like had all these animals that like he's splicing with human DNA but like his children are being spliced with animal DNA. Yeah. And the kids are weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's like no rhyme and reason yeah. for any of them. Like one of the one in, they're in tuxedos too, which is odd. Like their introduction is so strange. Yeah. Where it's just like they're just standing yeah, there. Yeah, like, <laughs> hello. It's just so weird. <laughs> like they tell the, their name, and then yeah. like the one. But just they all like, have like these really like different personal. Like they 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 almost sound like they have like different accents, but they're all supposed to be like the same. Like yeah, they're, they're all supposed <laughs> to be siblings. Like it's just so weird. I know, and then like Isa just doesn't look like any of them. No. And I mean, like she starts to kind of turn like more cat towards the end. Yeah. But then that's snuffed out by like. Which is brutal, by the way, of her just being hung. Yeah. And I was like, hmm, good, <laughs> pretty cool. Good on you for going that route. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, the other problem that I have, too, is when Dr. Moreau dies. Because he is kind of supposed to be, in a sense, the main antagonist. And he doesn't really come across as an antagonist throughout the movie. No, he's, he comes, just, like, he's just eating a lot of food and just yeah. inviting people to dinner. And just, he's so hot. He's got, he's got that little guy. Like, yeah. <laughs> and he's just so hot all the time that he needs, like, buckets of ice. <laughs> um, and I, I guess that actually was Marlon Brando. He was just like, it's so hot here. <laughs> <laughs> Where, like, the ice bucket actually sits on his head. It's just so fucking hot. <laughs> <laughs> Who picked this island? <laughs> but, I mean... So you get him where, like, he's not really an antagonist. He's more of kind of like a father figure to them. Yeah. Um, he doesn't have, like, actual bad intentions. 
other than just like splicing. Right. Um, and then you have Dr. Montgomery, Val Kilmer's character, who once he dies, becomes the antagonist for a second. <laughs> yeah. Like putting on like the clothing of Dr. Moreau and then going down to like the one shelter where the sayer of the law lives and like sitting there. And then he gets killed like within 10 minutes. Yeah. So the only one that like actually seems to be capable is Hyena. And it's less of like him being an antagonist and more of just like uprising against them. But it just comes off as antagonist because you're supposed to be like, okay, Douglas is the main character. Yeah. And he just, Hyena wants to kill them. Yeah. I will say the speech though at like Tell towards, them I am God. Yeah, that's that cool, was cool. That's a cool speech. I was like, hmm, <laughs> that's pretty badass. <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't need to be. <laughs> yeah, no, again, there's like little sprinkles, little highlights of things that are like obviously like really cool ideas. Like, but clearly it's a mess of a movie though. Yeah. Like it really is a fucking mess. And like it it almost seems where because it's 90 minutes long and it seems like you could have added another like 45 minutes minimum to this of story. Just Marlon Brando. Of just Marlon Brando. <laughs> <laughs> just 40 minutes of him applying sunscreen. Um, but like if you added like at least something else because it feels rushed. Oh, yeah. And it, the pacing of it feels it's, it's rushed. It's way off. Mm hmm. Like, you go from first five minutes of, like, what is this island to 20 minutes in of, like, okay, I got to survive this island. Yeah. And it's like, well, can we break down a little bit more right. of, like, who the people are and, right, like, yeah. why they are and what the message behind is? And, like, like Hyena, again, like, is an interesting character. And for him to kind of lead, like, this uprise and, like, fight against, like, what he's known, like, that's interesting. And you have a five-minute, like, final fight that he just gets set on fire and runs into the house. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like it could have been flushed out a lot better. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Uh, I think that there's obviously, like, potential for this movie. Um, but with the disaster of, like, everything that was going on, like, the actors, Val Kilmer's wife, like, divorced him. No, it was because uh, Bruce Willis was supposed to originally be Montgomery, mm -hmm. and him and his wife got divorced, so they couldn't, like, he couldn't leave the state because he had to go through the, the legal battle. Oh. And then Val Kilmer I thought, was... I thought Val Kilmer's wife was like, I want a divorce, and then Val Kilmer, and then he wanted to, like, leave, and then they were like, no, you can't leave, you're, con you're no, no, that was... contractually obligated to, like, stay here and finish the movie. No, uh, it, Val Kilmer, like, was originally supposed to be Dr. Moreau, and then... He was like, yeah, I don't want to be the lead role. Like, I have, like, so much other stuff to do. I'm so busy. <laughs> he really didn't have much to do. <laughs> he was, like, doing, like, a one tour in Europe. Yeah. And I'm so busy. I'm so busy. Can... If he did Dr. Moreau, he, wouldn't even, he only would have to be there for four days. Exactly. <laughs> but he got the longer scenes, really. <laughs> really... I'm so busy. Because that's what it was. He was like, I'm so be busy. Batman. <laughs> Well, this is after Batman, yeah. so he thought he was hot shit. Yeah, right. Um, but like he was like, well, one of two things: either you shorten like my days there, or like I'll just be the side character. And they were like, Richard Stanley was like, fine, but James Woods is the side character. And then James Woods was like, I'm out. Bye. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> once Bruce Willis left, he was like, I'm out. Yeah. 
um, I guess he heard about like Val Kilmer and was like, I don't want to work with him. Yeah, fuck that guy. And this was the movie that like fucking named who who names their son Val. Someone. I guess. <laughs> His parents. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's fucking stupid. Is it short for something? I don't know. Valentino. Mm, Valerie. It, no, it better not be Valerie. <laughs> but I mean, like, yeah, like he he just kind of came in with like such an attitude that I guess also halted like everything for yeah. the film. And plus, like the, the island was just like getting they were they were having like storms, like mm-hmm. tropical storms, and sets were getting destroyed. It was a mess. Also, the island that they picked, um, he Richard Stanley was like, "Oh, like I want to do it here because, like, you know, you can see like the entire island and like you can see the mountain in the back." And then the cameramen were like, "No, I have to dig a four foot hole to get that shot." And like stand in it and then shoot up. So do it. <laughs> well, they did. It's four feet. <laughs> <laughs> but like to get it right. So there, it was just plagued with so much stuff. Yeah. Um, but again, like there's some decent stuff in oh, here. Oh, yeah. There's, there's potential for sure. Obviously. Yeah. Like, there, there, there's definitely potential. And I think like if Richard Stanley is working on a remake to it, like give him the chance. Get him actual actors like who are passionate about it. Isn't it weird though how he somehow made it back? Yeah, right. And they didn't know? How do you not know? He went through makeup. <laughs> I know. Well, because, like, he had one off to the side, and the the makeup artists found him. So they were like, okay, like, let's just get you in makeup. What a fucking weird story of a movie. That's why, like, that documentary really opens your eyes for, like, how much craziness went into this film. What a bizarre tale. And what a bizarre movie. Yeah. I have nothing else. I don't know what to say. Like it's just, it's just so strange. The movie's like, I, like the thing is though, like I will say that like there, there's like a border, you know, like there, like Samurai Cop is so bad, but like it's so comically bad mm-hmm. that like you can kind of enjoy it. I didn't re- like this movie. I didn't find so comically bad that that it, that I enjoyed it. It was just bad. Yeah. Like I didn't actually like be like. Oh man, this is so, like the acting is so bad, or the scenes are so not well put together that like it's just like fully comedic. Like it's just, it's just not good. Yeah, and that's like where I kind of weirdly sit with it because it's like I also like bad movies, whether they be on purpose seeming or like just in general. Yeah, and I, I mean, like, is this a bad movie? Yes. Is it a decent movie? Kind of. it's kind of got some cool scenes yeah the idea itself is also cool yeah like i would i i would see something like remade of this Mm -hmm. um and for that i give it four and a half (laughs) val kilmer watches (laughs) out of ten yeah all right well i want to give this a chance but like i it's just not good at the same time it's not good (laughs) but Uh, i also picked that for a reason right you have a recommendation um i do and it's less of a recommendation and more, more of kind me of me telling you what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to paint my house and then mow my lawn. Um, no, it's less of a uh, recommendation and more of kind of like a tribute. Um, and that's just at the time of this recording. Um, it's probably been about like a week or so. But one of my favorite manga artists, uh, Kentaro Mora, had passed away at the age of 54. And I'm not sure if I recommended this beforehand, but he is the creator storyteller and also um artist for berserk 
which is one of my favorite and or mangas ever created with medieval times um demons coming back and you have like this struggle between like two best friends where one joined the demons and one is trying to fight them branded to be killed by them and it was just such beautiful and like detailed artwork and you could see like just one shot of a dragon was probably about like six hours just do that one panel and it looked amazing (laughs) and the fact that like he passed away is really unfortunate um and a lot of what happens for manga artists is they end up taking like hiatuses or breaks or their health just deteriorates because they're pushing themselves to like make this art and they're not taking time for like themselves. Yeah. Um, I think it was like the person that did one piece went on a honeymoon with his wife 10 years later because she just didn't have time. Yeah. And the age of 54 for a manga artist is about like 106 for like anybody else, which is insane because of how much people work themselves for it. Yeah. And it just sucks, too, because we're never going to get that ending. Oh, so it was, like, continuing? Yeah, I don't... I mean, that's kind of up in the air, but, I mean, like, it just wouldn't be the same if they continue it. right. And it kind of just will always seem now like we don't have a definitive ending to it. And it's, like, literally right in the middle of the story. Like, there's so much shit that has to still get flushed out. Before you can even get to like a final fight scene of like the two characters of Guts and Griffith. Mm. So it's it's less of a recommendation because I do think that everybody should check out Berserk. Um, but more of just like a tribute to the man who created it. And he will be missed. Well, now I'm sad. Good. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> you should be. <laughs> um, but, Frank, what are we doing next? Uh, we're going to be doing films that we believe deserve a remake. Okay. Which I guess Dr. Moreau could probably fit in that. That's already <laughs> one of my picks. <laughs> uh, so look forward to that. Uh, take us out. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Now, Frank, this is the law. <laughs> <laughs>